All right, welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumbler full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. do this uh had a, one of my normal not quite so successfully sleep uh nights there and it's around four o'clock in the morning and i was taking a massive shit and i'm sitting there scrolling through youtube and youtube decided to puke up some crap and frank fuckface turk was on my youtube feed you guys know how much i love me some fuckface frank christian apologist fuckface turk and so I clicked on it, and this isn't the first time he's done it. Uh, he's done it. Ray Comfort's done it. Oh, is this? this guy? Gang, Bubba just fell asleep on my fucking feet. I've been out of town for the last two nights, and I guess he missed his dad. I was wondering what the fuck that was. But back to Frank, Frank, Frank Turk. He's done it. Ray Comfort's done it. Matt Slick. And again, if, if, if Christian Apologetics had a name, Matt Slick. It, it, that dude was destined to do that or sell used fucking lemon cars. I mean, that, that is a Christian apologist name if I've ever heard it. But what they do is they got this trick where they like to use your words, your phrases, and your attitudes against you. And so one of their tricks is, you know, well, do you consider yourself to be a tolerant person? I'm like, well, yeah, I, I consider myself to be a tolerant person. Then they'll say something fucked up, like, I don't think faggots should get married. And then they'll see the look of disgust on your face. And then, like, well, why aren't you being tolerant? Why aren't you being tolerant? Well, that's what fuckface Frank Turk was complaining about in this stupid ass video and that he was fired from his job. I guess Frank, God what isn't paying enough, so Frank has to get a side gig, right? And, okay. And so he got fired from his job because in his book, and again, I said this about Gina Carano, hashtag one of my ex-wives. When, when you own your own company, you can say and do whatever the fuck you want, right? I mean, isn't that kind of hardcore conservatism? Isn't that capitalism? Isn't that what they keep throwing in all of our fucking faces, right? And so Frank and Frank's books and everything about Frank represents this uh, company. Well, in one of his fucking books, Propaganda Bullshit, he was talking about how he thinks homosexuality is unnatural and has many chapters on how if you allow gay people to get married, it's basically going to destroy America. Well, his company found out and gave Frank his fucking walking papers. And now he's bellyaching that, you know, Christian values aren't being tolerated. Let me tell you guys something. And sometimes I have to say this in my, especially my self-defense 101s. It, it, you, you are not committing assault when a man is pinning you down and trying to make you do something sexually that you don't want to do. And so when you reach up and rip his dick off, when you gouge his fucking eyes out, you did not assault that man. You were defending yourself. Huge fucking difference. When you sit up there and you 
spew fucking garbage and hate and people react to it. It's not because we're being intolerant, Frank. It's because your beliefs are sitting on some bullshit. You are under the belief that if gay people get married, America gets destroyed. Well, here's the thing. Here's what's actually going down. When you discriminate against our LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters, it makes them go deeper in the closet. Their suicide rate is higher than just kind of your standard heterosexual uh, suicide rate. It, it's not because Christian values aren't being tolerated. It's because you are spewing hate. There's an enormous difference. And, and again, they do that for the exact same reason why conservatives now, like uh, Abby Shapiro, hashtag, right? Don't do anything nasty, girls. And now she's got 500 nudes and some dude titty fucking her. But yet she's telling everyone else, make sure you dress like a nun. But she does it. Candace Owens does it. I even think Ben has done it. But it's the whole, I came out as conservative. Gang, they know, they are very well aware, excuse me, that the term coming out carries weight. That's why our gay brothers and sisters have to say, I came out of the closet. They lead a life that is not accepted by a good portion of this country still. So them coming out is a brave thing. They should be supported and applauded. There's nothing brave, nothing at all brave about coming out as conservative. Shut the fuck up. Right? Just like Gina Carano uh, screaming that she was canceled. Gina, you were not fucking canceled because you were conservative. You were fired. You were fired because the mouse ears told you to shut the fuck up. And you didn't. And you got fired as a result. Fuckface Frank Turek. Again, Christian values are not. I, what the fuck is a Christian value? I'm actually kind of curious, gang. I mean, what? <laughs> right? You get to go tell your kids that they're useless sacks of shit? What? That if your daughter is raped, you get to sell her to her rapist? Which Christian values are we talking about here? In just case one of y'all want to start beating off to Jesus, not everything he said and did was good. Right? Your boy had a little bit of a temper. <clears throat> y'all remember when he went into the temple? Turned over those fucking tables. Jesus wrecked some fucking shop. And it's one thing, kind of that crime of passion type of stuff where you just get pissed off and you go off. No, your sinless superhero left, constructed a whip with scourges, came back to fuck shit up. I mean, are, are these the Christian values? I mean, he had time to think about it and he still made that whip. So are these the Christian values that you are so furiously trying to defend. Again, there's an enormous, a cavern-sized difference between not tolerating someone's point of view and you being a fucking asshole and reaping the benefits. So again, all these Christian apologists, you know what? We're going to have a little drink to that. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. 
But again, for all you Christian apologists who like to play this fucking game, to, to use our phrases against us, well, do you consider yourself to be a tolerant person? Well, yeah, I, I do. Well, my God says that you can't get an abortion. So what do you got to say about that? Well, I think it's kind of fucked up. That's my body. And I don't give two shits what your God has to say. What's their response? Well, why can't you be tolerant? How about this? Say something or have a belief that is worthy of tolerance and maybe we'll break you off. Until then, shut the fuck up. Moving right along. Fuck face Greg Abbott. Gang, I, I, I seriously, I think this guy is going for the fucking record. I, I, every single time I cut the news on, every single time someone sends me an article, it really makes me dislike the state of Texas more and fucking more. Greg Abbott signed and was almost bragging about it. Did y'all see that fucking, uh, that link on Twitter. I mean, it, it, my only comment to it was, Hey, that's a really diverse crowd. You got behind you, Greg. It was Greg Abbott and like 17 of the whitest people on this fucking planet. I mean, you're not even trying to hide the fact that you do not have a diverse uh, crew. I mean, his idea of diverse was Republicans and Democrats agreed on this. Yeah, go fuck yourself, Greg. But Greg Abbott signed into law one of the strictest, if not the strictest, anti-abortion bills in the United States. Now, for those of us that have uh, made it past 30, you kind of know how this works. Most women don't know they're pregnant up until that six to seven to eight. But they're like, maybe I missed a menstrual cycle. Most women don't know. And he struck down their ability to make the pretty much after the dude busts a nut. By the time he goes and washes his dick off in the sink, that's about how much time now you can decide on whether you're going to get an abortion or not. Okay, this is beyond fucking archaic. Can they just stop pretending that this is about the fucking children? Because it's not. Because again, the exact same people who will sit here and tell you what did his monkey ass say? Talking about millions of innocent lives are murdered. Greg Abbott, shut the fuck up. This is Texas. You killed people last February in a fucking ice storm. We were told in 2011 to step our motherfucking game up. And what did the state of Texas do? Not a fucking thing. You had Dan Patrick's monkey ass, the lieutenant governor. Pretty much, y'all remember when people were getting hit with $17,000 energy bills? Because, you know, we were trying not to freeze our nuts off. What did he say? Well, you should have read the fine print. Man, fuck you. Right? Uh, fucking, I'm so, uh, Rick Perry's monkey ass. Because Rick Perry was the governor when all this shit went down the first time. And that's when we were told, step your motherfucking game up. He turned and looked in the other direction. And when Texas was freezing and when Rick Perry had hot water, no one was dying in his house. What did he say? Oh, Texans would gladly go three to four days just to keep, you know, the government. Out. Shut the fuck up. 
Don't tell that to me, Rick Perry. Go tell that to the lady who buried her 11-year-old son because they froze to death. So no, I don't want to hear how all life is fucking sacred. Because apparently it's not. This is about your wanting to run a woman's life. Women that you will never meet. And you really don't give a shit about. You don't. Because the same side of the political fence <laughs> that is screaming about right to life, what happens when that baby has two feet on the ground? When that woman, her dad, uh, her husband, her partner, whatever, they need some sort of social assistance. They're just not making ends meet. What's the first thing that we get to hear? Well, you shouldn't have had a kid that, you know, you, you can't afford. Man, fuck you. Go look at not just the states, go across the seas. Go see what their teenage pregnancy is compared to the United States. You want to know why it's so much lower? They've got comprehensive sex education. You know what we have? God said, don't fuck. Hey, Texas, how's that working out for us? We suck. We suck. And Greg Abbott signed a bill that made sure that women in Texas cannot control their own meat. And another side of his fucking hypocritical stance, again, he's a conservative. What's a hallmark of con the conservative movement? Small government. And again, apparently so small, you can shove it up a woman's vagina. You, you don't want the government to tell you what to do, Robert. You're right, I don't. But apparently you do. I mean, again, you guys aren't even fucking trying to hide your hypocrisy. Again, it, it is easier. And I said this over Twitter. There are more rules attached to a woman's vagina than there are buying guns in this state. You could be a drunk homicidal lunatic and if you got 700 bucks you got a sale jack you can go get yourself a rifle grenade launcher have at the what kind of raggedy shit is that it is easier to get a gun than for a woman to practice what she thinks is in her best interest Again, again, every time I hear these fucking stories, it just makes me scratch my head. Why is just why is Texas right? Why we are fucking this up, and we have a governor who is pushing us deeper and deeper into the bullshit. So no, I, I just can't listen to conservatives scream about fucking all life is sacred. And I said this last time, actually, now to think about it. If you are a Christian conservative, you don't get to tell me that all life is sacred. You actually have a belief system that says <clears throat> over three quarters of everyone who has and will ever walk the earth are going to burn in hell forever. Right now, enter some Christian apologetic bullshit that says, well, you know, we got, you know, Evangelists, you know, trying to reach people in the Congo. Hashtag, that's a shitty argument. So again, there is nothing consistent. What comes out of your mouth 
conservatives versus what it is you actually practice are two totally different animals. So again, Greg Abbott, shut the fuck up. I cannot believe we share the same state. And because I'm stuck in Texas a little while longer, hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. All right, gang. Here's a little family gathering this weekend. I got two days with my uh, cousins, aunts, and uncles, all that good shit. And I was listening to some of the stories. Most of them were funny as shit. <laughs> I was, again, he, we were kind of joking. Tam started it. Now, I know I've said this before. You know, when people have been at, when 23 and Me and shit like that became super popular, you jerk off in a cup or something, you send it away, and they'll tell you who your family is. Okay. Yeah, not so much for us. Again, we can go a year without seeing or talking to each other. You get us all back in the room. We're, we're completing each other's sentences. We're telling funny stories about shit that happened 30 years ago. So, I mean, we know who we are. And, and I love my fucking family, big time. But some of the stories, it, it reminded me about some of the shit that I've said on, on Twitter, uh, on my podcast. What, what, what is some distant history lesson for some is a real memory for everyone else. I mean, in all my years on this planet, I've never seen the picture of the school that my mom and her siblings went to. Uh, to say it was dilapidated, uh, that's putting it gently, right? And I, and I also learned that uh, if you're white and you went to, let's just say, John Jones High School, it was just John Jones High School. You know what it was called when black people went? John Jones Normal High School. We had to have a special designation. One, we weren't allowed to go to school with everybody else. And our schools, lower quality, had to have a special name. So you knew that that was the black school, right? Hearing story, and, I, and I've already known this type of stuff, but hearing how Mama would, you know, be up before the sun rose because she had to make breakfast, lunch, and dinner for the white family. Papa was a laborer. Again, now you would have been called a buck. Had to be on the white dude's property first thing in the morning. Right? And so it, and it's making me think, because again, these are my grandparents. I knew them. Mama wore my ass out on a couple occasions. This, this isn't, again, 16, 19. And this is just my life, my lifetime. And it and makes me think about, <clears throat> shit, lots of frogs in my throat today. <clears throat> Again, I've mentioned that some of this is rehashing old shit where, you know, the kids that I've known for 20 plus years were getting into college or applying for colleges and they weren't getting into their first choice. They got into their second and their third, but their first choice was like, hey, thanks for the application, but denied. And then having, hearing people say, that's reverse racism, Robert. It's so hard to be white, Robert. And it's like, wow, you, you, you really can't hear what the fuck it is you're saying. Right? I mean, again, my grandparents, by all definitions, were slaves. 
No, they didn't have the legal title, but they were. And so when you sit here and you say things like, it's reverse racism, Robert, that my kid didn't get into school. And it's like, you, you have no idea what a massive head start you got. Your grandparents went to college, didn't they? Your parents went to college. Now your kids are going to college, right? Again, it, it, these are stories that affect me. And when I say me, again, I'm Generation X, gang. And I've told y'all before, I'm going to say it again now. Generation X black people in this country are the first black people to enjoy full civil rights. Now, I've said this before. The first of us, Tina, my oldest cousin, she is not Generation X gang. She is not. That means me, the cousin smack dab in the fucking middle of the lineup. I got rights that Tina never did. Again, just listening to these stories, and it just really kicked me back. It just really made me think about not just my experiences, but shit that I've heard other people say. And you get you start to realize that maybe, just maybe, we are living in two totally different Americas. And again, when you don't know what actual oppression is, you got to make shit up. And what you make up sounds stupid as fuck. It, fine, your kid didn't get into whatever school. Florida State didn't want him. Make sure you complain to your white counterparts. But when you complain to Generation X black people, I promise you, most of us, we have the same story. So your cries about reverse racism fall on deaf ears. Right? My dad was telling me about how, again, it's the whole the whole Georgia voter suppression shit Y'all remember when Ben Shapiro's monkey ass sat there and compared it to standing in line at Disney World? Saying that long lines at Disney World is not line suppression? Ben Shapiro, shut the fuck up. Dude, you are a Harvard lawyer, educated lawyer. How can you make such a stupid comparison? Even my dumbass knows the difference. Voting is a constitutionally protected right, asshole. Going to Disney World is a privilege. It's what you do when you got a couple of extra bucks and you want to get a $17 hamburger that's going to give you fucking food poisoning. There's a huge difference, fuckface. But my mother, and I, again, I'm starting to hear all these stories. I'm starting to realize, hey, my parents kicked ass. But voting was so important to my mom. And I'm trying to remember the whole story without fucking crying. But she walked 10 miles, 10 miles, gang, to cast a fucking vote. Now, again, I'm, I'm kind of curious for all the people, especially who are crying about reverse racism. Do you have that kind of story? Or did your mother's fucking butler, chauffeur, drive her across the street to the voting place? Again, this is not 500 years ago. I'm in my late 40s. This is shit that I've seen. I've heard. Right? My, and I, I think I know I've said this on Twitter. I can't remember if I've told y'all. My mother's high school diploma, it reads that she graduated from a proper Negro high school. 
I don't think you heard me. Let me say that one more fucking time. My mother's high school diploma reads that she graduated from a proper Negro high school. Again, this is not 1499. This is my mother. Again, just listening to my family talk. Can y'all hear pop in the background? Hashtag episode mood killer. Something's going to die. I told last before I left, <laughs> Papa ran across the yard with something in his mouth. Again, y'all seen him on Twitter. Does he look cute? Check. Can he be kind of cuddly? Check. Is he a stone cold killer? Also check. Don't let the smooth taste fool you. Papa's got a taste for blood. But back to my family. Like I said, what everyone else calls distant history. And me and Tam, my cousin, were talking about this. It's the whole, I've said this to y'all before. It, it's how many times have I said that? And because I've said that phrase a lot, hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, gin and truth and repetition. Let's go. But we were both talking about the whole get over it thing. And, and with her line of work and she's still in Baton Rouge and some of the shit that I've seen, we were both agreeing just like, again, Telling us to get over it is one of the biggest slaps in the fucking face you could possibly dole out. Because again, it, it's not telling us to get over it. It's what have you done to help us make the change? My, again, going to a Robert E. Lee school in 2021, there is no reason for that fucking name to be anywhere but history books, the bottom side of my toilet when I take a piss, and in museums. It, how, how do we get over it when you turn on a NASCAR race? Yes, black people watch NASCAR. And the flag of the Confederacy is still flying. Again, just go back a generation. If my mama and my papa were still alive, ask them what they would think about that. Again, this is not 900 years in the fucking past. I sat here for a day and a half listening to stories. Half of them made me... Uh, laugh and the other half I had to hold back the tears so again th this is we, we do live in two different Americas gang we do and that kind of leads me into the meat of today and I'm going to start off with a show that I don't ever watch I only watch kind of the clips on YouTube when it's something explosive the view I'm not a fan of the view it, it, it stresses me out they don't have conversations. You just got five people screaming at each other. I, I, I can't watch that shit. But it, this was a while back because Whoopi Goldberg and uh, Elizabeth Hasselbeck, another hate Barbie. She was it, it, it was the conversation was about the word nigger. Right. And fuck me. Elizabeth Hasselbeck's monkey ass was sitting there crying and, you know, how much she hates the word nigger. And she was literally crying, gang. Literally crying. And, you know, oh, we can get through this because we're friends. And, I just, blah, 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 blah. and the only person not having it was Whoopi Goldberg. Right? And she was just, and she told her straight up, yo, we don't live in the same country, Elizabeth. We just don't. And Whoopi was starting to kick the exact same shit that I just told y'all about the treatment that her mother received, the treatment that Whoopi Goldberg received. 
And Elizabeth Hasselbeck just couldn't get it through her fucking skull. And again, it, it it's this bare minimum standard that some of my white brothers and sisters have. It's, well, why are you not a racist? Well, I don't call black people niggers. Well, congratulations. You want a fucking cookie for that? You think you're the second coming of fucking Martin Luther King? Eat a dick, right? And so she just couldn't get it through her head, even though Whoopi was giving her example after example after example after example. And that was something that Tam was talking about. You know, having to hear, you know, the real deep shit means possibly admitting that you are part of the problem. You know, that's why we get the whole, well, why don't you just get over it? Well, we need to talk about the shit that's already happened. Well, you just got to get over it. Then you don't know how this shit works. But I now know how this shit works. It's pushing up on the 29-minute mark. Y'all remember my very first one and when I was caught with my pants down? It's like, oh, what the fuck's happening? Okay, it, I'm even looking right here, right now. It's It told me on episode one that you got fucking 30 minutes, you dumbass. So we're at two, 29 minutes and 17 seconds. Y'all know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm definitely going to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. And I'll be back for round two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. train moving gang we were talking about the whole segregation and personal experiences and how my shit's not the least bit unique and and again you just we we do live in two different americas and thinking about some of the stories that my dad uh was talking about dude was a moving shaker I knew it, but I didn't know it. This is he's he's talked more in the last 48 hours than he has in his entire fucking life. But uh how funeral homes, military grade, like bearing veterans, how that was segregated. Right? It's like you're good enough to die for the country, but you know, we're just gonna flush your ass down the toilet. What kind of bullshit is that? Right again, getting se- segregation is such a part of this fucking country. It, it, it's like a parasite being pulled off of its host. We fight to fucking keep it. Y'all realize that? I mean, seriously, think about this shit that we've had to fight over in just the last several years. I mean, I keep harping on it. But I mean, every single last one of you who sits there and says bullshit, like you can't change history when we say we got to get the name of Robert E. Lee and Jefferson Davis and Stephen Hogue and all these other assholes off of government buildings and schools. What, what do y'all say? Again, you, you can't change history. Get over it. Right? Again, we, segregation is who we fucking are. So much in fact that if you, this, again, this Amer- this country thinks we will die if we don't continue to honor the racist sacks of shit, that is how much it is interwoven into this society. Tell me I'm wrong. We really think we need this shit. 
We are truly living in two different fucking worlds. So much, in fact, that I almost kind of lied. But again, the real meat of today is... is, It's a direct tie-in, actually. And I'm all over the place. I'm kind of fucking tired. Fuck y'all. But think about some of this shit we've argued over literally just over the last two to three years. And the reason why we argue, we're not arguing details. We're arguing two different fucking realities. Things that I never thought would be up for debate are now up for debate. I mean, if you think I'm bullshitting, let's go back to my college days. Rodney motherfucking King. Y'all remember that, dude? I don't give two shits what you can find in his criminal past. I do not care. Because that's exactly what Candace Owens, the Coontress, would be doing if she was kicking up shit in, what was that, 1992 when it happened? And I remember it for several reasons. But the part that sticks out in my mind the most excuse me, as I belch, was Rush fuckface emotionally bloated Limbaugh. He reported on it. Now, when that sack of shit tells you it's 12 noon, it's probably 3 o'clock. Everything he said was drenched in lies and racism. And I remember there was this mutated clip that he would show because the whole thing was, They had to continue to shock the shit out of him because he was attacking them. Okay, and there was this clip where it looked like Rodney King was lunging at one of the cops. Well, if fuckface Rush Limbaugh was still alive, I've got a little experiment we can run. Why don't we hook a Sears diehard battery to his nutsack? His ridiculously small, never used fucking nutsack. And then let's charge that shit up. Let's send a couple thousand volts to his fat fucking body. And then we'll say, Rush, stay still. When you are being electrocuted, you have no control over your body. You shit on yourself. You piss on yourself. You will convulse. You have no control over what happens. And that mutated ass clip that he always showed. Made it look like Rodney was lunging at the cops. Probably not. He was being shocked over and over and over and over. And we all saw the same tape. And what did this country do? We splintered. And I remember as a kid even, I was in college. I mean, it it was literally like debating someone who thought storks delivered babies. It's like, are we looking at the same video You had five or six cops torturing a man. Half this country said he was tortured. The other half was like, man, I'm not sure about that. It's because we live in two different fucking realities. We just do. I mean, we can do this all fucking day. Trayvon Martin, y'all remember that? Remember how fucked up the case was? This was a kid. Yeah, he smoked weed. So what? Hashtag everyone does. You know how violent I get when I'm high? Let let me tell you the extent of my violence. When I'm in that kind of high, I don't talk. One of my favorite highs happened around Simon. Have I ever gone a fucking episode without talking about Simon? Hold on, you know what time it is. Shit.
Gin and truth. Let's go. He picked me up from the airport. And as always, he just handed me some shit. Get me high. I do not know what that shit was, but I think I popped two of them. And getting about 30 minutes into like a two-hour drive, I just remember saying, I can't talk. <laughs> I just, I, I couldn't. And, and only Simon could have reacted like this. I just vaguely remember him chuckling, and then that was it. And 90 minutes later, we're pulling up to his house, and we hadn't said a fucking word. <laughs> right? That's how violent I get when I smoke weed, gang. Yeah, there's some pictures of Trayvon Martin flipping off the uh, camera. So fucking what? What does that have to do with that boy being murdered by a rent-a-cop? Not a fucking thing. And the one thing that we I don't think we hear enough about fuckface George Zimmerman is that he was told yeah, he's not a cop. He was like night security. He was told he called 911. And they told him, you do not have the stripes. You aren't built for this. You've done your job. Thank you for letting us know. We'll take it from there. What did his monkey ass do? Neighborhood watch. Gang, that is one step above yard maintenance. He isn't shit. He is nothing. That is not a cop. But what did his monkey ass do? He ran down Trayvon Martin and they got into a kerfuffle. Started throwing little hands. Then, what do you hear next? That Trayvon Martin was whipping on that ass. That's why he had to murder him. That's why George Zimmerman had to murder him. Let me tell you something, gang. It's hard enough for a black person dealing with cops already in this fucking country. If that was me and some asshole in fucking overalls comes up to me and says, freeze, I have the authority. I'm not freezing for shit. And when he puts his hands on me, I'm going to hit his ass with the stone cold stunner. I'm going to defend myself. This country saw the exact same thing. Half of us said, George Zimmerman's a fucking murderer. The other half of you assholes said, meh, probably not. We live in two totally different fucking realities. What's wrong with you guys? Y'all remember brother Ahmaud Aubrey? This little nigga went for a jog, never came back home. What were the excuses? Again, we all saw the same video, didn't we? That brother went for a jog. I cannot think of a less violent activity if I tried. What people say. He was walking. And here's one thing about my white brothers and sisters. Some of y'all stepped the fuck up. Y'all really did. Matter of fact, I'm in a little bit of this Hendrix for my white brothers and sisters. Hold on. Gin and truth and racial unity. Let's go. But one of the things was he was going through a skeleton of a house that was being built. It's like, well, Robert, do you know how much you can get for a black market? I don't give a fuck. Even if he stole every power tool the house had to offer. I'm no law expert, but something tells me it's not worthy of the death penalty. And my white brothers and sisters they stepped up their game. You know how many white people came forward to say, oh, we, we walked through that house. It's what you do, right? It's not off limits, really. Because they showed the video 
of Brother Ahmad walking through the house. It's just a skeleton. It's just the frame. And my white brothers and sisters stepped their game up. And then we saw the video of my white brothers and sisters doing the exact same thing Ahmaud Aubrey did, except they got to go home that night. Then you have three fucking hillbillies chase this boy down. I'd be scared too. Citizens arrest my mass. You can't eat a dick. They pulled out a rifle. And again, it's hard enough. Your ass is already clenched up when you see the cherries behind you and you realize it's for you and you're black. You pull over, that person has a badge, they're in an actual police car, you're already nervous. These fuckers were not cops. I think one of them was retired. Hashtag he doesn't do it anymore. You still don't have the right to scare the shit out of that boy. Then they pulled a rifle on him. Then he fought him, fought them for that rifle. Then they shot him in his stomach. Again, I would have done the exact same thing, and you would have too. This country saw the exact same fucking tape. Half of us said that boy was murdered. Half of you fuckers said, meh, I'm not sure about it. You want to know why? Because in this country, we live in two totally different fucking worlds. We don't share the same reality. What about Sister Breonna Taylor? I had someone at work, and I jumped down this person's throat. Say, I can't believe you said that out loud where I could fucking hear you. Defended the fucking cops. Again, plain closed police officers banging on your door. What is that? Is that that, the castle rule? Is that the fuck? Isn't that stand your ground? Gang, if someone is banging on my door at one o'clock in the morning, I'm going to be in a bad mood. Right? They broke into that house and turned that shit into the shootout at the OK Corral. And the person from work started talking all this bullshit. Candace Park, what's that stupid? Candace Owens level bullshit. That Breonna Taylor was some fucking drug accountant for some fucking Pablo Escobar level drug cartel. She sacrifices babies. She drinks goat's blood and she deserved to die in her home house. I told this bitch to shut the fuck up. Even if, even if she was an accountant for a drug cartel, you arrest that woman and you take her to jail what you don't do is start firing bullets like Wyatt Earp. Oh, Robert, well, the boyfriend started shooting. Shut the fuck up! Isn't that what you Second Amendment gun nuts jerk off all over yourself for? Protecting your house? They broke into his house. They broke into their house. He got his strap and started to fire because he thought his life was in danger. This is exactly what you guys scream about. Now, when it's a white dude, apparently he's just practicing his second amendment. When a black dude does it, he's a fucking criminal. Hashtag go fuck yourself, you hypocrite. This country saw the exact same thing when it came to Sister Breonna Taylor. Half of us said that girl was murdered. The other half of you said, meh, I'm not too sure about that. 
What the fuck's the matter with you guys? Jacob Blake. Y'all remember that little story? Gang, I don't give two shits. And, and I've said before, one, I'm not a policing expert. I'm not a lawyer. I have openly said I don't like guns. You want to know why I said I don't like guns? Because I don't like guns. I just don't. I grew up with them, and I don't care if you have them. You're just not ever going to see me holding one. But even as a non-policing expert, I can tell you there is no reason to shoot someone in the fucking back. You are, you are not a threat. There is no threat when someone's back is turned to you. I can all but guarantee there is nothing in the police code handbook that says shoot someone in the back seven times. Matter of fact, I should have asked my daddy. He's a former MP, military police officer. And again, I, I don't care. What, what do some people say? It was a domestic situation? Why the cops were uh, called out? Fine. I know those rules. Yeah, someone's getting arrested. No, If there's a domestic violence call, the cops aren't going away empty-handed. Someone's going in the back of the wagon that night. That's just the way it works. Okay, let's say he beat the shit out of a woman. Hashtag, that's bad. You put handcuffs on him, and then due process starts. What you don't do is while he's walking to his car, shoot him in the back seven fucking times. Guess who has a catheter up his dick? Guess who shits in a colostomy bag? Guess who's lost the use of his lower extremities? Jacob Blake. They said he was reaching for a gun. No, 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 no. It wasn't a gun. Oh, it was a knife. No, 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 no. Apparently it was nothing. And they shot that man seven fucking times. Are you fucking kidding me? There were babies outside. Those were his babies. Some of them were in the motherfucking car. They shot that man in front of his kids. The tape was crystal motherfucking clear. And as usual, half this country said, oh, they shot that brother. That was some fucked up ass shit. The other half of you assholes said, meh, I'm not too sure about that. You want to know why you said that? Because we don't live in the same reality. The America that you operate in isn't the America I operate in. Again, all those things I told you about my family, again, that's not my great, 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 great grandmother's story. That's my grandmother's story, which means my mother was affected. That means I was affected. And, and I've said this before, there are stricter rules on how we treat chickens in this motherfucking country. If there's one thing, at least here in Austin, where the hardcore vegans and the hardcore hunters have in common. They are both morally opposed to factory farming. And they both say the exact same thing. You have a chicken that's been caged up its entire life. Beak is deformed. Feet are deformed. That chicken led a fucked up ass life. Then it gets strung up on a conveyor belt. Now, if you're chicken 100, you get to see 99 of your brothers and sisters get their neck slit right in front of you. And what do both the vegans and the hardcore hunters say? They say a fear hormone is released. <clears throat> when you get that factory farm chicken, you are eating 
fear. That's what we say about chickens. Funny how we don't say that about black people. They shit on my grandmother. That means they shit on my mother. That means they shit on me. And when I stand up and complain, I get told to get over it. We have more sympathy for a fucking chicken in this country than we do the black people who built it. What the fuck's the matter with you guys? Now, what about brother George Floyd? That one ripped this fucking country apart in ways I did not think was possible. We saw a man get choked to death over a span of almost 10 fucking grueling, inhumane minutes. That man called out for a mother who was already dead. We all saw it. This We, we all saw the same fucking tape. Half of this country said that brother was murdered in broad daylight. The other half of you assholes said, I'm not too sure about that. And what have I been saying? You want to know why you assholes said that? It's because we live in two different Americas. What affects me apparently does not affect you. And again, we, what, what did all the talking heads say? Right? The, the, the jury succumbed to the woke mob. Derek Chauvin is not guilty. Candace Owens, again, I, it, it, it pains me to say that asshole's name out loud. But she's got a way bigger audience than I do. Ben Shapiro, Michael Knowles, fuckface Tucker Carlson, all those fuckers stood up and they said, Derek Chauvin, not guilty. Again, gang, it, it, you want to know why Christians aren't changing the world scientifically? You know how many diseases have been cured with prayer? That answer is somewhere between zero and fucking zero. It's because their beliefs are not based on reality. You cannot pray ovarian cancer away. That's why we rely on doctors. They, their, their research is based on reality. When you can sit there, the point is when you can sit there and you can watch a 200-pound man put his knee on the neck of another man, and the first thing you say is, I got questions. We're not living in the same reality. We're just not. The American, the, the, the America that the blacks live in and the Americans that some my white brothers live in, it's not the same animal. Now, again, I almost feel bad that I have to give this fucking disclaimer but I'm not talking about all my white brothers and sisters. I'm not. Seth, Simon, Dr. Dre, Pat. That, it, if I shit and can't wipe my ass, I all I have to do is make a fucking call. I, I know I got white brothers and sisters out there that will fucking help out. That realize this shit may be a little bit fucked up. But the bad part is I don't think there's enough. You want to know why I don't think there's enough? Because I'm having this fucking conversation. Do you guys have any idea how many names I've left out? <clears throat> this, this can go on another five fucking episodes. 
We aren't living in the same reality. So again, when you say get over it, I mean, how many shows have I done on this shit? When you're told to get over it, 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 it it's a slap in the face. It is mission fucking impossible. <laughs> so I mean, fucking stop. Now, as usual, Uncle Bobby has presented a lot of motherfucking problems. Uncle Bobby's going to give you his motherfucking solutions, starting with Frank Turek. Shut the fuck up. Dude, I cannot believe you have a job. I really can't believe it. Again, it I, I did a show on this one. Cancel versus consequences. Again, you hardcore constitutionalist, you should be jerking off all over yourself. This is exactly what you want. Fuckface Frank, it's not that your shit, your, your, your views aren't being tolerated. It's that your fucking views are intolerable. You're a fucking bigot. Right? Yeah. And if you ask me, excuse me, gay people getting married isn't going to destroy this country. Christians getting married is going to fucking destroy this country. Again, you guys have an ideology that seriously says the moment John busts a nut inside of Susie, that whatever's growing inside of her is a sinful sack of shit that deserves to go to hell and be tortured forever. And this is when you fucking Christians say, oh, Robert, but babies are innocent. Shut the fuck up. We're all born sinners except for infants. Shut the fuck up. All you guys do is make excuses. If you want to be tolerated, have a view that is fucking tolerable. Quit saying that gay people are filthy sodomites. Who knows? You may make a new friend. Go fuck yourself. Eh, okay, moving on. Greg Abbott, shut the fuck up. I said it earlier. Dude, I cannot believe we live in the same state. I, I, I'm almost ashamed to call myself a Texan. Almost. You, you signed a bill that could only be described as prehistorically, barbarically, emotionally vapid shit. You just made, Mr. Small Government just had the government make a decision for countless millions of women in the state of Texas. You are a hypocrite, Greg, a fucking hypocrite. You don't get to be the party of small government anymore. Because your small government just told every woman in the state of Texas to go get a lighter and a fucking clothes hanger. You are a sick sack of shit. And I'm so sick of you fucking pro-force birth people acting like you've got the moral high ground. Because again, the moment that kid gets two feet on this earth, you don't give a shit about him. You don't. And again, especially you hardcore conservative Christians you're even fucking worse. That sacred life that's a Hindu is going to be tortured forever. So save your fucking drama. To my family's history, don't shut the fuck up. That story needs to be told over and over and over and over and over and over again. Again, gang, my grandmother was the help. She wasn't essentially the help. She wasn't kind of the help. She was the help. That's why I didn't want to read that fucking book. 
That's why I threw it in the trash in front of that lady when she gave it to me after I told her 27 times, don't bring me the fucking book. Then she got offended. And I was like, which part of don't bring me the fucking book? Do you not understand? What's a lifetime and A&E movie to you was my childhood. Again, I'm Generation X, gang. I'm not that old, even though I act like it. Everything that you think is a neat story, I've already experienced. I have. I don't know if I've told y'all this over uh, my podcast. My Uncle Milton, before there was, uh, about to say Tyra Banks. Jesus, I'm tired. Um, I'm just, we have the same birthday. Holy shit. Uh, on the bus, on the bus. Rosa Parks. God, I'm sorry. Miss Rosa Parks. Before there was Rosa Parks, there was my Uncle Milton. He was tired. White man got on the bus. Get up, boy. You're in my seat. My Uncle Milton, from what I understood, because I never had the opportunity to meet him, wasn't to be trifled with. So he told him, go on, Mr. Charlie. Today's not your day. He patted my uncle on the head. Boy, get out of my seat. Now, for those of you who don't know, patting a black man on the head <clears throat> is the physical equivalent of calling him a nigger. It's a threat. So you know what my Uncle Milton did? He got up and whipped that ass. Now, my family is poor, gang. Incredibly poor. They had to scrape together every single nickel they had. And they put my Uncle Milton on a bus. He went to California. Never heard from him ever again. This was long before 23andMe, the internet, iPhones, FaceTime. Never heard from him again. So again, what everyone else calls a neat story, I get to call my life. So to my family, don't shut the fuck up. Keep speaking. The world needs to hear our truth. And finally, for those of us living in two totally different Americas, shut the fuck up. You don't get to tell me my fucking reality. You don't get to tell me that I'm overreacting. You don't. My blonde-haired, blue-eyed brothers and sisters, shut the fuck up. When I tell you this shit is fucked up, the bare minimum you can do is say, I believe you. Again, I just named off names. Ahmaud Aubrey, Breonna Taylor, Rodney King, Jacob Blake, George Floyd, Trayvon Martin. I didn't even touch both of them, And the list goes on. The video and the evidence was clear. Half this country saw it and said, yeah, those people were murdered. The other half of you fucks were like, meh, not too sure about it. Because we live in two totally different worlds. And the only way we're going to get this shit back up and running is if you fuckers join us in the right boat. Hashtag that's mine. So gang, the big guy has held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go.